everybody welcome back to another episode of the tree top chat uh, we had some issues with the uh, version of Instagram but it's been fixed now so today we are at episode number 40 of the series and uh, last week we had a conversation with zip protection on what they're doing uh, of course you know their their protective clothing but so if you missed that episode check it out on YouTube or any of your favorite pod platforms uh, today we'll be speaking to Gabrielle Dor team who's going to change so instructor as well as a Husqvarna team member, of course. Uh, so as usual, if you have any questions throughout, uh, feel free to leave them in the question function below. So uh, here we are now. Gabriel, welcome. How are you? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Good to have you on. So uh, how's everything in Italy? Yeah, I think it's going well. Cool. Where, where are you based? With the COVID stuff, but we... yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's uh, some uh, some issue with the connection, but now it's going it's going good. And uh, yeah, it's going well. Uh, even if we are struggling a lot with COVID, we are pretty busy working a lot, and uh, we are happy about that. We're lucky. Uh, good. Good. So actually, where where in Italy are you based? I'm living uh, in northeast of Italy, close to Slovenian border, in uh, between Trieste and Venice. Okay, yeah. Venice is very nice. Yeah, Trieste too. Yeah, I, actually I've been there twice. Oh yeah, it's a really magic town. It's a really magic yeah, city. Right. Yeah, Yeah, really. Very nice. So tell us, uh, how did you become an arborist? You know, uh, how did that process look like? Did you do yeah. anything before or, you know, have you been an arborist all your life? Yeah, it's a, it's a strange thing. I'm, I was born in Grado, which is a small island. It's the same like Venice. Just older, yeah. was a small, uh, small island founded by Romans during the Roman okay. Emperor. And uh, I supposed to be like a fisherman or a cook okay. or something like that. But I was, uh, I don't know, was something inside me that bring me uh, uh, always looking for mountains, trees and everything. And I was really fascinated by this kind of, you know, life, staying on the outdoor, close to the trees. And uh, I was lucky because I chose the forestry school when I was 14. And okay. then I have done like a three years of forestry course, uh, like 3,600 hours of forestry course. And then I just already started working the forestry uh, when I was like 17. And then uh, I used to work with the big companies in the forestry and I became an arborist for a funny, in a funny, funny way, sorry. And uh, because I was working with a company, we used to fell big trees close to the power lines. And okay. we used to climb up on the trees with spikes and nothing, nothing else. Just my, oh, yeah. I call triple lock hands. And, uh, and uh, one day I just fall from a tree, it was like six meters fall. I was lucky oh, yeah. because it was a slope and was just rolling. I have just, you know, a couple of, you know, just dislocated the shoulder and other things. And when I was home, you know, recovered myself, a friend of mine came to, to, came to me and said, hey, I have to, to bring you to a congress where is a guy showing how he climbed up on the tree with, with ropes. And I went there and I, I was looking at the guy and said, oh, th this is my life. I want to be a man like that. And <laughs> this, this was 98. And I've done my first tree climbing course. And uh, then after the tree climbing course, I was, okay, this, this, this has to be my life. And I resigned from the forestry company. 
and start to study trees and open my own company in the 98 and that's that's how it become okay an arborist. so how many are you now what how many how many people are working in your company oh now i have uh, eight people working eight okay. people working for me you know in italy it's really hard to have uh, big companies because the market is so strange it's not possible like in north of Europe or, for example, like in Canada or United States. It's really hard to have big companies. Yeah. I have to say that my company uh, in, uh, in the arboriculture field, uh, you know, in the uh, in the, our industry, I think is one of the biggest in the in my my area. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah, I think you know, in, in general, uh, you know, uh, smaller companies are are the most common. I think you know, regardless of where you go, really. You know, in, in Sweden, I think, you know, uh, it's like 90, 95% or something that is okay. you know, smaller company. So, uh, but that's good. Eight people, uh, you know, working for is, is uh, you know, that's a sizable company, you know, for, for being in, in the arborist industry. So, so tell us a little bit about your, your Husqvarna engagement. You're part of the Husqvarna, Team Husqvarna in Italy. So uh, how, what does that entail and how did it start? It's, uh, you know, uh, just Husqvarna Italy, because we are three Husqvarna uh, ASCII ambassador in Italy. Okay. And uh, yeah. the name came, my name came out from uh, Husqvarna Italy. And uh, because uh, Husqvarna was looking for uh, some members to found these teams, and they asked it to, you know, for uh, on uh, every local, you know, Husky all around the world. And my name came out. They then they called me and I joined the the team from the beginning, size the the from the first meeting, from the first okay. uh, team, and uh, is uh, I think is great, uh, especially because I was involved in you know, in the ITCC and and uh, um, and uh, when I become a member of the H team, I just found most of the guys that I already know from the ITTC okay. and ETCC was just came back in a big family once again. Yeah. So, so you actually, when did that start? How long have you been? Four, four or five years ago. I don't remember. It's ah, okay. yeah, five years ago, we had four meetings, but the last one we missed because the COVID at five years. Yeah. But you've been to Sweden, right? Yep. You've Can been you to Husqvarna here in Sweden? Uh, can you repeat that connection is not good? No. Uh, so you have been to Hilfskorna here in Sweden? Oh, yeah. I've been a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah because uh, the meetings the meetings is going all around Europe. You know, every yeah. year we change. But the first one we had, we've we, we been uh, in Sweden. And then I came back uh, once again in Sweden uh, for uh, the launch on the 540E. Yeah. For the battery yeah. version. Yeah, exactly. So, so, uh, but you're also uh, a chainsaw trainer for Husqvarna worldwide. No, not exactly. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a trainer for, uh, I'm a, I'm a trainer here in Italy. I'm a forestry trainer here in Italy. And I became, yeah. uh, I went through the, the Swiss uh, uh, process to become an instructor, a, a Swiss okay. instructor. But uh, yeah, I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm a member of the age team, but I'm not a real like uh, uh like an instructor for them okay but you 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 have the uh the uh, kind of the authority to license people to uh, 
Yes. 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 Absolutely. Okay. I'm. Okay. I'm started. I'm starting the 2002, uh, doing you know courses to become an instructor. In yeah. the beginning, I was with Arbor Master, uh, USA. I I've done a little bit with them, especially I was really close with Ken Palmer and uh, and Rick Tompkins. Uh, yeah. and then uh, I change. Uh, I've done a, I've done courses with a lot of people with Arbor Canada with North American Training Solution. I've done courses here in Italy with uh, a local trainer and even uh, I'm as I said I'm in the forest East Swiss forest instructors. And okay. uh, I I will try to get the, the through the Swedish uh, instructors process too. Yes, thank you, Skogers. So, so uh, um, when you when you're doing this, you know, uh, uh, I suppose you know there's a lot of regulation around you know yep. using chainsaws as it is you know everywhere uh, in the world really. Uh, so, so um, is there a lot of people attending those trainings, or or can you tell us about how a training is performed? Yeah, in the last few years, uh, things has changed a little bit. In the beginning, you know, because. Uh, there's a two there's a two different things here in Italy. One thing is if you have a forestry company and you want to to buy like forest or trees and stuff like that and cutting it and sell it, you have to make a special course to to show uh, that you're able to work in the forest. And other thing is uh, make a, make a process to uh, know how to use properly a chainsaw when you got like a gardener company and stuff like that, you know, and uh, both are running on the same, on the same uh, road, but they're two different lanes, you know, you know what I mean? And uh, now a lot of people, the forestry is growing up once again, and there's a lot of people, a lot of company, they need to make courses. And it's going between uh, 40 hours minimum, and then okay. to get the license, uh, depend on the region, which part of Italy, but that, that now they try to unify everything and yeah, this, to have the same process all around Italy. Usually you go between 40 minimum and to get the license, the final license, 80 hours of practice. Okay, okay. okay. So uh, on another note, uh, I, I saw uh, the other day, um, you know, in Milan, they have yeah. those echo buildings. Yes. Have you seen them with, you know, trees all over? And they have, you know, a couple of arborists that are working on, on, on those trees. Uh, yes. Are you aware of this? No, uh, I've never been there. I had colleagues. They, 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 they was working a couple of years ago on this, uh, this uh, it's called the, the vertical forest. Yeah, it's the called, vertical forest, exactly. Yeah, it's called the vertical forest. I had a couple of friends, they, they was uh, working over there. I think it's a good uh, good experiment, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the, the houses look look really nice. I saw some some similar things in Kuala Lumpur with you know trees, you know, on on the uh, on the buildings and also of course on the rooftops, which is more common, I guess. But you know, that looked really nice. It would be nice to see if we can have a conversation with with him as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about those houses and how they work on them. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can, you know, I can, I can tell you who was there. And uh, because it, it, every year, so, you know, is a kind of uh, um, you have to make a, a, like a, a propose for the job, and the, the most the nice propose, uh, you know, gonna win the job. You know, it's uh, sometimes gonna change company, 
last year was a company, two or three years ago was another company. Okay, so you make a bid for, for you know, being able yeah. to work on, yeah. on the trees on the house. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. If we can get you some, some tips from you, that would be great. Would be yeah, nice absolutely. To, I will. Yeah, we can show some pictures of, of, the, of the buildings as well, because they look really, really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you also work with ArborTech, right? Yeah, ArborTech is my company, my own company. When I when I when I uh, when I started, I came out from Forestry. I didn't know there was already an ArborTech, you know. Oh, and okay. I just called the company ArborTech without knowing that uh, there was already a company. But it's my just my local company for Northeast, you know. Oh uh, yeah. So th there have not been no you know discussions with ArborTech in the UK. No, no. No, 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 no. It's uh, I founded and I called. You know, I was there founding my company. They said, "What, uh, what the name of your company was?" Okay, ArborTech, and that's just <laughs> the way the the way it started. You know, but there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of ArborTech all around the world. I I I worked uh, in uh, in British Columbia in the 2005 and uh, was an ArborTech over there too. A friend of mine, oh, he, yeah, he yeah. got the company ArborTech. Yeah, it's, uh, I suppose it's a more of a common name, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, cool, cool. So, yeah, well, you know, you've been in the industry for, for quite a long time. So, so what is your best work-related advice you have ever received from somebody? I had, uh, oh, I had a lot of good advice, but one of the most nice was uh, that uh, you, there's not, there's not the perfect tool no perfect uh, technique there's nothing perfect it's just the perfect tools or perfect technique for the for the the perfect situation you know which is yeah. means that uh, i don't like to get focused uh, like uh, for example only on srt or only on ddrt or stuff like that just uh, use the right technique the right technique in the right situation this is the yeah. best the best advice that i had you know just don't get focused on one thing try to open your mind and try to apply the right thing in the right situation. Yeah. So, so given that, you know, so what would, you know, I suppose, you know, if I should ask you, what is your favorite climbing technique, but you know, uh, is it single rope or double rope or? No, I'm, a, I'm an old school DDRT. <laughs> DDRT <Okay>. is not that, <laughs> as the teacher <laughs> <No>. said. <laughs> but sometimes I work in, I like to try different things. Um, yeah. Some days I'm working with a rope wrench. Some days I'm working. I'm uh, working with a rope runner, with a rope yeah. runner pro. I think there are good techniques. For example, in some trees, uh, like example for in my area, like Pinus pinea, which is uh, that the Pinus they have like a like a really wide open crown, you know, and you need to to make a lot of horizontal uh, limb walking, and that's yeah. really good because you need to go through a lot of crotches. And there's no friction. SRT is really good. But most of the time I'm working in DRT. Okay. So you said you're using the, the rope runner. So there, there's no, uh, you, you don't really care if it's C marked or, or not? I'm just, you know, I'm an instructor. And I, I'm not yeah. using often. But as an instructor, before to say this is good or this is not, I have to try it. Yeah. That's why I'm using it. As in the, the only one, the company that is using this stuff is me. I know it's okay. not CE. I got the rope the, the CE rope wrench right now, yeah. uh, the, the kit, the rope wrench kit, 
and I bought because you see, and I want to, to you know, to try, yeah. still keeping trying. And I'm using the rope runner just to know because the people asking me, what do you think about rope runner? What I can say if I'm not trying it? Yeah. Well, you know, there, there's a big discussion about it. You know, it, it's, it's taken a long time to get it approved, you know, according to the regulations we have in Europe. But uh, hopefully, you know, sometime soon, it's going to be approved. But, um, you know, I know people that have it and, uh, you know, work with it. But you know, when you go in as a contractor and work for a bigger company, you, you can't use it. In Italy, in Italy is really hard. In Italy, everything, it has to be like a CE certified. There's yeah. no way you can't build your own uh, friction hitches. You can't do your uh, own lanyard. Everything has to be certified. In yeah. one way, it's good because it's going to save people, especially like, uh, uh, you know, like beginners. And uh, they, sometimes they, the problem now is that too much people is going through uh, uh, social media to learn things, which sometimes we have good things, sometimes we have really bad things. I was lucky because yeah. I started, you know, there's a lot of people started be, be, be before than me. But when I started, it was a lot of contact with the instructor and uh, your knowledge become, uh, became from a real contact with a real instructor with the people that already try stuff. You know, yeah. and now that's the problem. Sometimes I'm worried about the things. At least certified things, you know, sometimes they're not really good, but at least they're tested. And yeah. uh, if something happens from a legal point of view, you cover it, you know? That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. You know, that, that's where we're, we're, we're very, we're, uh, we're, we don't sell things that are not approved. You know, we're, we're very yeah. reluctant to take in things that are not approved. Uh, especially for for PPE, so yeah. So tell us a little bit about you know what is what is the best part of your job for you? Huh. I think uh, I think the best everything is good in my job. I think because uh, having um, is really good when you go to see the job and uh, talking with uh, we're talking with uh, with the customer explaining him why we're doing this why we're doing that and when you see the customer understand they know what you mean that's really good things and they're going to the job site and uh, i'm really lucky i feel really lucky because i have uh, a really good team or a really professional guy they're work working really well hard worker but the main thing is that uh, in the first of course, uh, first and colleague, we are friends. And I've All seen right. the Anadi, Anadi from uh, from uh, India. Trika yeah. Anadi is following us. He came to work uh, with me the last year. And oh, yeah. uh, he, he already know what I mean. We are really friends. And the best good thing is starting in the morning, laughing, making jokes, having fun, going to the <laughs> job site with a big smile, laughing and having fun all day doing doing a really good job high level professional job but getting back home with a smile that's the, the that's an amazing thing yeah of, he's, what we're uh, doing. He's a very nice guy yeah we as i don't know if you saw that episode but we had a conversation with him about i don't know five weeks ago maybe yeah yeah he was on so uh yeah very very you know they seem to be a very very professional team over there um, in oh yes they they are 
But there's, yeah. there's a lot of people here, like uh, I'm seeing that they, they enjoy the, the conversation. Uh, like Dougie. Dougie, I love Dougie. He's, he's my man too. And hello, Dougie. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, this world is like a big family, especially in keeping in touch with all these people from all around the world. And uh, I feel like in a big family. And that's, uh, that's amazing. That's good. I, I suppose you're, you're, you're lucky being, you know, where you are because, you know, you don't have to deal with all the, the snow and the cold we, we do up here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so uh, what's, what's the temperature right now? Uh, but in the morning, we had like two degrees this morning. Yeah. But in the afternoon, went like 20 degrees. Oh, nice. But yeah, today, today we, had, we have something that you don't have up, in, uh, up there in Sweden. And we have the Bora wind. The Bora wind is a wind that's coming from Russia. And when uh -huh. is the right season, it's blowing like 120, 130, 150 sometimes kilometer per hour. Wow. Yeah. And the, and the nice thing is that when you're working on trees, they are really uh, in, a, in an open, open area, especially Corte Trieste or Cividale, which is north from here. You can yeah. see the crowd, they, they build, especially the platanos, the sycamore, they build the crown, like aerodynamics, you know? They just put the crown uh, to, to support the wind. And when we're working yeah. on this tree, we try to keep the same shape without changing yeah. the shape. And, uh, and they can resist, like sometimes we had, uh, three years ago, we had 180 kilometers per hour one night. Oh, wow. And there's no trees going down. Oh, really? Yeah, because they have it, they build their reaction wood by the wind. Because the oh, wind, no. and that's, that's amazing. And I really enjoy yeah. sometimes to climb up on these trees. But not, okay, not when it's 180, but sometimes when it's the 80, 90 kilometers per hour, sometimes 100, we're still climbing yeah. up. And because we, we trust the trees, you know, because they're building themselves, because they have it with this wind. Oh, wow. I, I, I never heard that before. Is that like a, a, something that is uh, you only find in Italy or have you, yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, you can find the really strong. Yeah, it's come from, uh, from Russia and uh, you yeah. can find, especially in this part of Italy, because Trieste, okay. Slovenia, and Croatia, in this, mm. this northeast of Italy and the east. Okay. Yeah, well, about two years ago, we had a we had a bad storm here uh, in the in the Stockholm area, and uh, we had a lot of trees that came down. So uh, they had to work really fast to you know get them out to to avoid you know uh, insects to uh, take over you know the, the still living trees. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, can you describe uh, you know uh, what it. What, a typical day at work. What does it look like for you and your team? Oh, we're gonna, you know, we're Italian, and the first thing that we have to do is drink like two or three espresso before we're gonna on the job site. <laughs> I absolutely, it's, it's a must. It's a must. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. we can't start to work. And then <laughs> we're going on job site, especially in the last in the last year, last year and this beginning of this year, uh, we had a lot of municipality contract. And uh, doing like, uh, like we already finished in Gorizia a big job. We had like 140 platanos to prune in the main, okay. in the main road in the, in, the, in the downtown of the town. And uh, we're just going to the job site. But, you know, our, my team is uh, already they know what they have to do. We just arrive in the, 
in the in the job site, laughing, making jokes. We start to prepare like uh, all the job site, putting down signs, closing up the area, setting up throw lines, going up. Just uh, you know, really easy. Even if it is a hard work, uh, we're doing a lot of stuff during the day. It's really easy yeah. and funny because we already know what we need to do. We don't need to talk too much. We just make okay. some plan, plan work in the morning if it's going to change something, uh, safety assessment, and that's it. And having good. fun. So, yeah, good. So when, when you're doing a lot of work for the uh, municipality, is that jobs you have to pay on, right? Can you repeat, please? Uh, so well, since you're working for the municipality, you know, you... Those are the jobs we have to bid for in competition with others, or do you have a, yes. like a contract with them? Yeah, sometimes uh, they just call me because they want me. And still yeah. uh, a uh, specific amount of money they can give you directly to you. Over 40,000 euros, they have to make like, uh, like uh, you know, they are asking offer to different companies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it, but you know, most of the time I I already know the trees. So I have a good team. I can make a good price and yeah. uh, and uh, without losing any money and without making too low price. Yeah. So, but that, does it mean when you win that contract, do you have it for like a year or? No, two we years have or? we have usually we have an amount of trees. You know, for oh, okay. example, last year I won, I won, uh, I won. I, I was the best offer and uh, it's, it's not called the best offer because we're not, uh, now we have a different law here over an amount of money is not uh, the, when you make uh, your offer, the municipality, go, they're going to cut the higher and the lowest and they make, okay. they make an average and oh, it's yeah. really hard to get. My, my, my one was like in the middle, but uh, for the same um, a specific calculation my was the, the the best offer and i got the job and i have like 500 trees to do and okay. i got the, the all the, the roads you know this road this road i have like like a list of trees and that's it mm -hmm. it's not really popular to have contracts like uh, like for uh, like for a year you know we're doing by number of trees yeah, yeah. okay okay but do they consider other things than price Yes, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a kind of uh, average calculation. You know, it's a strange. This is just to to be sure that they don't they they're not forced to join like the lowest price, yeah. and uh, they make in a specific calculation which is really complex. And sometimes uh, I I won uh, with my offer. I won. Uh, I have other four companies that was uh, like cheaper than me, but I won. Yeah, because uh, I know, you know, in, in, in public offerings, you know, they tend to weight different things, you know, if you have a certain certificate to work on urban trees or, you know. But it's not, you, uh, yeah, it's not everywhere. You know, some every municipality, they choose a different way uh, to, to go through this. Uh, if you go more big cities like Milan, Rome, all the cities, they're going to take EF and ETV if you have... Uh, the same amount of uh, work uh, in the last five years to get some points okay. and other things. You know, sometimes you go through these and other times they just make a calculation and they take uh, uh, someone in the middle between the higher and the lower. Uh, okay. Okay. And I suppose, you know, reputation plays a part of this as well, right? 
Yeah, in the beginning it was really hard because sometimes uh, they're going to invite people because they, they, the, 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 the culture and the knowledge about the trees, it was a little bit low in the, in the, in the past. Now uh. they started to understand how many money they're going to lose when they have like a no professional company, how many money they lose in the years coming back on the trees, topping trees, try to restore the crown and everything. And now usually when, when uh, they make uh, like, a, a, like a, uh, they, when they're asking uh, offers for, for, for trees, yeah. they're going to call just uh, uh, some uh, really good companies from the area that they already know that they had uh, enough experience to work on, on, on trees, you know? Yeah, that's good, I guess. So, uh, <clears throat> cool. So, uh, you know, uh, with your team, you know, and, and uh, you told us that you're, what you're doing in the morning. So give us your, your funniest uh, job story. <laughs> the one day was, was, a, was a, a, a rookie, and I was uh, trying to have fun on him in a good way. And I was pushing him to try to make a removal, but I, I haven't said so much to him. I said, oh, there's the spikes over there. You have lanyard, you have a, your camping saver. Go, is, a, is the, the stem over there going up? And he, he put on his, uh, his spikes, but the spikes was on the outside of the feet. No, not on the inside. <laughs> and he joined the stem, he put his lanyard, he put his, uh, his camping saver, and he was trying to go up. And he can't. And he was looking at me like, uh, why I can't go up? And he, we were laughing as hell, you know, because the spikes was on the outside. That so was, was that so... the first time you used spikes or what? No, no, for, for removals. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was a removal, but I leave just the stem, was a small stem. And I say, okay, let's go and try it. And that That's was funny. so funny. But we, we had a lot of fun during the day, a lot of things, a lot of jokes, and he's always laughing. Yeah, so uh, I suppose that that's really that's really important, you know, to have fun with the people you work with, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, tell us uh, about your favorite uh, hips corner piece of gear, and why? Oh, there's a I lot of. You use most of their 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 soles, right? Yeah, I oh I love my favorite shoe is the 550 Mark II is because it's really light, but at the same time, it's really, uh, really powerful. It's a really trustable chain, uh, chainsaw. And uh, what I love is uh, because I really love to make the limbing, you know, try to make a really good and fast limbing. And it's an amazing saw to, to work with, you know. You can go up on the tree, it's powerful enough to, be, uh, big, to make big removals, but it's really light at the same time. And... Uh, but it does a lot of good things, uh, the good tools of Squarna, but uh, 550 and for the forestry, the new, the new tool belt with, yeah. uh, with the suspender is really comfortable. I really love yeah. it. For yeah. working, for doing courses, I got everything with me, uh, wedges, my pen, my, my everything. Everything, everything yeah. is, is amazing. Nice. Nice. I suppose you use the uh, the the clothing as well, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, my favorite, yeah, you know now the arborist, the arborist uh, technical extreme. They they really really comfortable, really light, 
and uh, especially I'm working, you know, in Italy is really uh, really hot in the summer, and you can wear it, uh, and uh, that it doesn't keep you so much uh, warm, which is really good. And for a forest with a normal technical extreme, they're really tough. For yeah. arborists, uh, absolutely. For uh, climbing up on the tree, the arbor one, they are amazing. For working on the forestry uh, with all the pockets and everything, and with the uh, uh yeah for the really tough the, the technical extreme that really i really love it that's good good so uh, uh what do you think about you know the development of of the you know uh electrical source you know the, the 540 uh is, is you know kind of outstanding right now but what is there can you foresee any further developments Absolutely, that's a that's a good uh, a, is a good start from all, for all the companies. You know, it doesn't matter if uh, Usquarna still on everything. There are some some companies they get focus on uh, like steel. They get focus on smaller ones to get yeah. you know to do the like a really really uh, delicate jobs, um, pruning and stuff like that. Husky, they 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 get focus on my most powerful, even if the five thirty five, which is really good one. But the 540 is amazing how how much uh, how much you can cut. You know the the cutting capacity. Uh, yeah, is that you have the battery and the electric motor is really you know you have more. Uh, I don't remember uh, how do you call it in English, but you know it's really powerful. It's really reacting when you need, and uh, and uh, at the same times there's not too much noise especially for right. who is working on the tourist place uh, as me. I'm living close to touristic, touristic places. And uh, the 540, the strong point of 540 is the, yeah, the, the, the chainsaw, but especially the, 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 the chain, the SP21G. That's an amazing, yeah. that's an amazing product. Yeah. They had a really yeah. amazing idea with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose it's, uh, you know, when it comes to electrical cars, it's, you know, uh, what drives this is really, you know, the battery technology. As the batteries get better, you can charge them faster. You can, they can take more, you know, charging cycles and so forth. Yeah, yeah, the, the battery already, the, the, the lithium battery, the, the, you know, lithium is, uh, is like every, everything, you know, you have a low level, but, uh, low level quality lithium, yeah. which is the cheapest one. And when you when you when you paying a lot, when you paying a lot with uh, for for a battery, it means there's a high quality lithium, which is giving more more cycle of uh, you know recharging and, yeah. uh, and everything. And you know it's uh, it's I think uh, in the future they will find more uh, more uh, uh, ecological you know for environment uh, uh, technologies on the battery. Now at the moment yeah. lithium is really good, and they're going better. Not with the lithium, but uh, with the software and how they managing, you know, the power on the battery. You know, yeah, with the new exactly. two hundred, with the new two hundred battery, uh, they have a bigger cable. You know, to not losing so much, uh, you know, uh, on the electricity, yeah, the and they, and uh, and even the software is working better, and is giving yeah. more power on the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you know, uh, you know, the the, the source of, of lithium is the, is the finite in some way. So, uh, but you know, I, I suppose there's going to be uh, other technologies and other, you know. Uh, yeah, but who knows? You know, 
Who that knows? They, they're not going to tell us uh, so much, but I'm really convinced. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know, but there's some, some voices about Tesla. They tried a new kind of batteries and other stuff. They're going to keep longer. There's not uh, too much problem for the environment and everything, but it, it will take a long time before we get there. Yeah. But at the moment, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with, uh, yeah. with the new batteries that we have. Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely. I, I, you know, everybody talks about you know the 540 XDI. So uh, yeah, that's, a, that's good, an amazing, that's an amazing machine. Yeah. So uh, uh, in terms of climbing, what is what is your favorite piece of climbing gear? My three motion Evo. Okay. I'm a, I'm a Telfenberger fan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, three motion Evo, I think is a uh, is an amazing harness because uh, you know it's. Uh, I spoke with Mark, uh, with Bedes, and with the other guys about how they 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 uh, they what what they thought about the harness, how they build the harness, and from an ergonomic point of view, they put a lot of effort to build a comfortable and uh, harness, but even. Uh, and the harness that can, can support your body during the yeah. long day working. And I yeah. think with the three motion Evo, they make just a, you know, step up, uh, which is amazing. And uh, I really love, I really love the three motion Evo. Yeah. Are, are you using the, the standard bridges or are you, have you tried the webbing bridges or the other knotted bridges? bridges? Not the knotted bridges. Knotted yeah. bridges because I like to have uh, two different lengths on the bridges. Depend on the situation. I I have a shorter one and a longer one. Longer one was is when I'm on a climbing position, and yeah. or just uh, running around the tree, and I'm using the shorter one for ascending. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I I sell a lot of three motion Evos, but uh, not a lot of people are trying. You know, the other bridges uh, you know that are available. So a lot of people stay with you know the standard ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but I I think you know there there's this device that the DMM have developed together with Teufelberger that sits on the the webbing bridge. Yes, the, we're we're waiting, we're waiting for that to come out, but you know it seems to uh, take a little while before you know. Uh, yeah, I've seen it on pictures and I saw it in Augsburg in 2018, but you know uh, it it hasn't been released yet. Yeah, that would be a big step too. But I I will still keep on uh, my noted. Uh, Keeping your knotted bridges. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So um, I'm not sure if we have any questions from the audience here. Uh, I'll, I'll have my cameraman here to come over. Maybe you can use the other phone. You see, Gianni Zagliani, I love you. This guy is one of the guy of my team. <laughs> uh, best tip to grow your own arm company. Ma, to build your own own company, the best tip is okay. Studying trees, nothing. Try to invent stuff, but the best thing, one one advice that I forgot that I had was from Mark Bridge, which okay. we really we we really friends. He's like my brother, Mark. I love Mark. He gave me a lot of good advices, and uh, one of the good things he told me is uh, you can have. Uh, two of the best uh, arborists climbing in the world, but if they, they, if they are not 
agree of they're not doing good together as a friend, they, they're doing a worse job than like uh, five or six guys in the average, but they are really friends. A good friend of people, they can, they can do a lot of things because you're sharing stuff and you're growing yeah. up as a family and uh, they're, be they're the best tip and sharing information all the time because sharing is a duty. Yeah, I agree. And that seems to be very common in this in industry. Yeah. Uh, let's see, we have something else here uh, from uh, uh, Maggie. Uh, XP Maggie, oh. do, you, uh, do you meet any female tree workers in Italy? Uh, any, uh, do you have any on your team? Is there no, I, I don't have in my team. And that's not, that, that's a couple of, uh, of women here in Italy that I've seen on Facebook that was years ago during the comp, I met a couple of girls, but it's not really popular here. Even if I'm trying to push in girls to doing this job or even work with the chainsaws, uh, but it's not really popular for, for women yet in Italy. Okay. I, me, okay. me, me, and, uh, me and Elizabeth Jacobsen, we, we had a course, uh, we organized a course here in Italy it was four years ago, and it was okay. a special course only for women. Oh, and we right. brought, I brought a, a group of women from uh, Padova University, from Forestry University, okay. and we spent three days with them uh, showing how to fell big trees uh, uh, in a safe way and how to work properly in the forest. And they was doing an amazing job, better than men sometimes. Oh, nice. You know, That's good. Good to hear. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we have another one here. Um, uh, this is from Tukar India, actually, Anadi. Uh, what advice would you give to a new apprentice uh, the first time he uses a saw? Huh. Don't get scared <laughs> about the saw, but uh, keep you always your both hands on the saw all the time <laughs> don't leave one hand stuff like that even on the top end it doesn't matter but yeah uh, and uh, thinking yeah you know i have a lot of advice but just don't get scared about the chainsaw respect the chainsaw that's yeah. uh, the, the, the first thing that i'm gonna say yeah, that's a that's a good note uh that's a good note to uh finish this off unless you have any questions for us no, it's, uh, I really enjoy, you know, it's, uh, it's was surprised that you invite me. Thanks for inviting me <laughs> to do this. And, uh, and, uh, do you have, uh, what, uh, what, um, do you have a kind of shop uh, in, uh, up there in Sweden? You yeah, have we have, uh, you know, mo most of what we do is, is online, but yeah, we have a physical shop here okay. and, uh, a lot of people come in here uh, because you, you can see all the gear. We have yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. the ropes in the ceiling. People can try different harnesses and so on. So, uh, yeah. And actually, I, I had uh, Ernesto, which is a customer of mine. Uh, he's an Italian guy. He was, he was here uh, last week. Okay. He works here in Sweden. Okay, nice. Ernesto Fares, yeah. Very nice guy. Okay, nice. Yeah, he was here. I I uh, I had to pour him a, a ristretto. He was uh, he was a bit tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool. I think we have another question here from Gislan. What is the name of the, la <laughs> the last drink we had 
at the Who's Corner event last year. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't remember, so you have to tell him. <laughs> yeah, I bro, I don't, I don't remember too, and uh, I think it's a reason why. From the sound of it, it must have been like a Long Island iced tea or something. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I think we had a uh, we had a a, a a few different stuff. The la that last <laughs> last night we uh, we were together in uh, in Sweden, and <laughs> he's laughing now. <laughs> Good. Okay, uh, Gabrielle, it was a pleasure to have you on. Uh, have a very nice uh, continue uh, Saturday. Uh, and, uh, you know, stay safe, take care. It was really good to have you on. Thanks, yeah. everybody who was watching. Thanks to uh, you. Have a very, have a very nice uh, weekend. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.